Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bedhoppers podcast. My name's Mr H. I'm Mrs H. Thank you for joining us today. We have got a short episode. (laughs) That was it. It was very, very, very short. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for hopping into our bed. Yeah, cheers and all that. (laughs) No, we're going to keep this one short because A, uh, we've had a lot going on and we'll talk a little bit about that in a minute. And we're all set to go to our social, which is in a couple of days time from this point where we're recording, not from when you're listening to it, maybe. Yes, yes. So we thought we'd knock a quick one out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A high quality (laughs) podcast. And also, sometimes the quick ones are the best. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they are. So yeah. I'm going to talk a little bit about what's been going on in our lives, or we yes. are going to talk a bit about yes. what's been going on in our lives. So first up, Yoko. Oh, Yoko. Yoko Do. <laughs> She's not been a well dog, so we've been running around looking after her. She has had scan after scan after scan. Pup dates. Yeah, many, many pup dates. Yeah. The good news is she is cancer-free. Yeah. They scanned her for that. But she does have some gallbladder problems, uh, so she's got to take some meds for like ever. For life. For life. Meds for life. So she's joined the, uh, the Hopper, yeah, you know, Meds for Life crew, which is good. Yeah. But the good news is that she's okay. It's all very manageable. And she seems to be running around like a Looney Tune in a fraudulent way almost. Yeah. For I an mean, ill dog. She is an older dog. Yeah. And I think that's probably causing some of the problems. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you know, the good news is we get to keep her for as long as we can. Yeah, exactly. So. We keep medding her up and, you know, hopefully we'll extend that life a little bit longer. And, yeah. you know, because she needs to be a star on the show, more importantly than anything else. Yeah. Absolutely. So from one old dog to perhaps uh, another. Tread carefully, Mr. H. Who are you referring to? So update on my eye. Right. <laughs> Your old man bed hopper. Yes, my old man bed hopper. <laughs> uh, so my eye operation got pushed back. I think we talked briefly about it last time. So I'm I'm now having lots of drops and horrible lots things. Of drops. Lots of drops on my eye. So again, this is a very much a ongoing thing, but fortunately things seem to be going in the right direction, so that bodes well. Fear not, I still have a plethora of fancy eye patches for you. Good, thank you. And I will be very upset if you don't at least get to wear the Thor one. This is yeah. You can just I, wear it anyway. I could for just, my own benefit. I, I could wear it anyway, <laughs> but I'm probably not going to. What? I know, right? So from from one old 
dog to a new lady who's delightful and lovely and I wonderful. I love how you're navigating this so as not to make me feel really, really old. Well, it's not talking about your age. So you've not been great, <laughs> have you, lately? Let's no, no, no. Again, well, I think age has probably got something to do with it. Well, I think... As you get older, things just don't work as well. Yeah, maybe. this is true. So you've been undergoing a whole load of scans and things. Yeah. And one of the things that, that we were told it could have been was actually ovarian cancer. Yes, we were we were investigating to see if that was a thing. And the really good news is it's not. No, it is not. The not so good thing is we still don't know what it is. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm going to cancel my living with cancer blog now. So. Yes, it's probably, <laughs> That's a, probably a good idea to do that. But it's been a really tricky few weeks, it's fair to say. Mm. And we've also picked up some colds, which we're just on the back of now. Oh, that's been awesome. But the good news is it's not Rona. I know, it's not Rona. It's possible to have a normal cold. I, what the fuck is a normal cold anymore? Well, being hideous, even, that's yeah, what it is. I didn't even think these things existed, so we haven't had one for like a good couple of years. Now it's trendy, everyone's getting them again, of course, but... They're just so trendy. Yeah, so ultimately, Look at my one line on my COVID test, it's not two. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, the thing that I want to bring to you gentle listeners' attention is that it's been a roller coaster few weeks for us. It's been super busy, uh, we've had a lot on our minds... Um, so if we've not been engaging as much and doing as many things as we normally would, that's probably why. Yeah. So the good news is that we all seem to be on the mend or or having further investigations or things are, are coming along nicely. So we're feeling like we're in a much better place at the moment. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. But it's been a fucking horrible time getting there. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> a bit biblically shit, isn't it? It, it has been yeah. a bit biblically shit. Yeah. Which is a lot harder to say than I anticipated. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Well, the good thing is, is that uh, our friends and our listeners have been tremendously supportive. Oh, they've been fantastic. Thank you to everyone. Yeah, thank you to everyone that's reached out, anyone that's picked up on stuff that we've been talking about. Mm. And thank you to all our really close friends. You know who you are. Hopefully you do anyway. And if you don't, then you're probably not that close a friend anyway. And, and if a dog could speak, she'd say thank you. Yeah, or she'd just growl. Yeah. You know, because that's pretty much her forte. Yeah. Raison d'etre. Yeah, thank you everyone for getting in touch and for, for the well wishes and checking in on us and particularly as we've been going through all these different things. So this episode today, yes. as I said, it's going to be a short one. That's not it. There is a little bit more content than that. We, we haven't been super duper <laughs> lazy, but we are going to, going to keep it to a bare minimum, I hope he says. Padding for time and that he's giving it another minute or two probably yeah, throughout good. the course of the thing. Yeah, it's absolutely. Good. Plus so, you like the sounding room voice. So it's all I, good. I, I do, but not at the moment. I've got, I've got this cold <laughs> thing going... And I can go really deep, which is quite frightening. But oh. apparently people like it when I go really deep. Oh my God, you made that about two things. I did. That's, see, that was clever, right? <laughs> my brain isn't affected yet, I was going to say, you can't with that poorly. <laughs> apparently not. So we want to talk a little bit about an adventure that we had quite recently, mm. but also talk a little bit about uh, asking for what you want as well, because I think this is a really important topic that's come up quite a lot with people that we've been chatting to and people that have been getting in touch lately. Mm. And hopefully we can seamlessly link from the <clears> one <throat> thing to the other. Because <laughs> we, we are masters of our trade. Yes, clearly. And, you know, operating at full capacity and <laughs> clearly, you know, dancing a merry dance. Yeah, it's powered by Lemsip, aren't you? It, exactly. So we recently had a message from a good friend of ours. They, she reached out and asked if we were available. <laughs> we were having dinner, I think, when this message came through. Were we? Yes, we were. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good. And uh, the message popped up. Yeah. And who was this message from? It was from Penny Lane, my pizza nemesis. Your pizza nemesis. <laughs> so Penny Lane was, was going to be uh, able to see us for an evening. 
Yeah. We won't go through the circumstances. No, That's no, largely no. irrelevant. But effectively, she was flying solo. That's the implication of the message we had, yeah. Yes. Now, <laughs> my first thought was this was just a nice opportunity to catch up. We'd probably go for a bite to eat, say hello, maybe uh-huh. have a drink or two. Sure. And that was the evening. Right. All right? Can I ask you a question? Yes. What made you assume this very innocent um, play of events? What, what made you think that that was the case? Um, I think, one, the phrase, never assume because it makes an arse out of you and me, always goes around in the back of my oh, head. Oh, gosh, that's very team-based, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> training, training, training. Teamwork makes the dream work. <clears throat> yes. That's the one. There's no yes. I in team, etc. If you're yeah. not living life on the edge, then you're <laughs> taking up too much space. All that kind of stuff. So I think there is a bit of that that, that, that sits in my, the back of my head. So it, wasn't, it, it wasn't explicitly, hey, can I come round and fuck you guys? Okay. That wasn't... I mean, that would have been quite a blunt text, That right? would have been a blunt text. Is that what you would have preferred? No. But, okay. But I didn't know what the message... You know, I, I obviously understood that she, she wanted to catch up, but uh-huh. I did not know the context of this catching right. up. So for me, I just assumed... <laughs> Or didn't want to assume that this was going to be the this this sort of was going to be some sort of sex fest type thing. I, a sex I, fest. Yeah, I, you've upgraded it. Now. Yeah, I've upgraded it to a sex fest. But my take was it was that it was very much a, a normal message saying, "Can we? You know, do you want to catch up?" Sure. So I just right because okay. Whilst we're all you know a lot of our friends are in the lifestyle and we interact mm-hmm. and we have played with each other before. It's possible we can just have a cup of tea. Yeah, we and can not have to fuck each other. Yeah, right. So that, I get that. But you had a very different interpretation. Okay, for a number of reasons. Okay, what was your what was your so, interpretation? Number one, it was very clear from a message that she was flying solo. Yeah, it was just her on her own. Yeah, alone mm-hmm. without her her other half. Yeah, why does that mean that she? Okay, <laughs> why? Um, okay, why would you not kind of? make a little bit of an assumption that the message around can I come and see you both alone might not have some level of agenda there. I don't think that it would necessarily. Okay. Because if, if I was to, you know, say I was, I don't know, working uh, in a different part of the country for whatever reason, which has happened before. Yeah. And I messaged someone and said, hey, folks, can I catch up with you? Oh. Would they? Would you naturally assume that I mean that I'm, I want to fuck them? <laughs> I mean, would that would that be your take? Well, I think it would depend on a number of things. Okay, fine. Carry on then with your with your <laughs> valuable insight. So, should we return to the message? Yeah, come because on. Because at this point, I read the message and read a very different meaning to you. Mm-hmm. I immediately read it and went, "Oh, cool! She's coming around to have a threesome." <laughs> <laughs> now, what made you take that out of that message? The, number one, the tone of the message. Uh, the tone of the message wasn't the tone of the message was. A little playful. It, was it? It explicitly gave us the facts that she was coming alone. Mm-hmm. And I think also given, okay, we do have some prior knowledge that, you know, it's not beyond the realms of their own dynamics to maybe explore things separately anyway. Because we know them Perhaps. as a couple, right? Yeah, so we already have that knowledge. Yeah. So those three things combined to me, it was, it was quite clear looking at the text. I was like, well, this looks like it could mean this. Now, I agree it didn't explicitly say that, but my what went into my head was this is what she prob- probably means. You said immediately, without fail, this booty is call. a booty call, yeah. <laughs> and you were absolutely insistent that re- regardless of what the message said, this is uh-huh, a booty call, this uh-huh. is a booty call, and you must have said the words booty call about 300 booty I calling times. I think the times. waiter at the restaurant heard us several yeah. times, and he probably went, 
Yeah, that's a booty call. <laughs> yeah, I, I should have brought him over to have a look. What do you reckon? Yeah, booty call. Cool. Well, it, it's interesting because yeah. we did ask friends. We rather, did. Rather amusingly. Yeah. Because we were well, we gave him a scenario yeah, and said, scenario. hey, we if you got this details. message, what would you think it was? Now, one of them, uh-huh. <laughs> one of them, the lady, and, you know, we'll leave it to your imagination as to who would this right. might be, folks. Go said, on. The lady said that it's definitely 100% a booty call. Oh, yeah. So we did. And the chap said, don't Probably, know. Probably a booty possibly call. Possibly a booty call. Uh, well, okay. I think there is leaning more towards we think it's a booty call. So my take in this situation was we've got to ask. Well, of course you have to ask. You can't just I, I blindly can't re- assume. But, so this- but our discussion upon receiving the message was I very clearly read the hidden meaning in that message. It said, hey, can I come around and have some fun with you? It was different to yours. It did not say that, though. The message was, okay. was a lot less flirtatious <laughs> than that. And I won't read the message because obviously it's personal between a lot of us. However, what I will say is, though, I, I wanted to clarify. And the reason why I want to do that is because... So I do a lot of writing for, for my, my mm. job and for my work. So it's, it has to be really clear what I mean when, I, when I'm putting something out there and sending it to, to for people I, to I would agree, but they, I think, don't think people think that when they send a message, probably thinking, oh, I'd like to probably go around and like sit on his face. <laughs> That's an escalation <laughs> and a half, Jesus. So, so we did, in fact, go back, or I did go back. You and, did. Yeah, we were very cleverly worded. Let's rephrase this. I just want to be clear. <laughs> yes, because... It's important to know what the situation is because it could have led to some very awkward moments. Especially if she just came over and sat in your face and you weren't ready for it. Well, that seems, yeah, again, quite <laughs> the escalation. And you turn a cup of tea. Yeah. Oh, this is awkward. Yeah, I can't even drink my tea anymore. <laughs> As it transpires. Oh, yeah. What was the outcome <laughs> of this? That, that it was indeed a booty call. Oh, okay. Do you want to say it again? Just, just for my benefit. Do you want me to say that you were right on yes. this occasion? Yes, yes you were right. You, However, I was right. I want to point out that in the grand scheme of being uh-huh. right, yes. I was right to check. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's very important to check these Sorry, things. Sorry, I will immediately reposition your halo. Thank you. That's, it was never removed from my head, but that's of okay. Course. You can just buff it a bit. Polish it up real good. <laughs> buff you. Buff me. Buffy the vampire slayer. More like. <laughs> anyway, so we had a lovely evening. We, we went out for a nice meal, back, and we all <clears> sat on the sofa and just chilled out. And it's all very sort of friendly and nice. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. what happened? <laughs> well, now, interestingly, we, for once, had a time frame attached to this evening because I think she had to be somewhere later. Well, she had to go home. She had to or she had to go again. back to where she was but going. She had to, to drive from, back, yeah. didn't yeah. she? So, um, so there actually was some, an end point that we'd pre-agreed as oh, a, yeah. you need to go back at some point. We had to send her, send her back at some point. <laughs> yeah. And so with that in mind, we managed to avoid the usual trip trick that we fall into, which is let's sit here for an indefinite number of hours. <laughs> I think, that we, I think we, we'd all kind of got to that point where yeah. we were all sort of sat on the sofa and there, there was a definite moment where, okay, if we're going to do something, we should, we should go, do that. go do that thing. Who said that? Who brought that up? It was one of us. But I know who it was. Was it you? It was me. There you go. It was I me. I knew it was you. <laughs> Why did you say? Uh, I thought it was a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. I thought it was some kind of trap you were laying and I'd, my, my memory was misplaced. <laughs> but I, it's one of those things, and I think this is one of those awkward transitional moments where mm. even with people that we've, we've played with and we know well, the, the actual sort of going, hey, do you, do you fancy going upstairs and playing can feel quite like a, it's quite a, 
gap to it's jump a across. Ridiculous question for some reason, which even now I still can't wrap my head around sometimes. And it's actually harder, <laughs> giggly, when there is a level of familiarity between the parties, I find. It's almost becomes a harder question to ask because you're so entrenched in your normal, fun, conversational vibe, which is very easy and happy and you can all just sit comfortably in that in that space for a while I find yeah and when when you suddenly think oh, actually should we do this and time is marching on and before you know it, it's 3am so perhaps we should be adults and take our pants off <laughs> and do something if we all want to do that it's harder to navigate for me with people I know quite well do you sometimes. think that's because when you know people quite well that the spark isn't always there I, as a as mm-hmm. an instant rush because you, you've you've already kind of you've already done taste, it. you've already tasted you know like. the the, mm-hmm. the dessert, <laughs> and you know that you want to get there, but there isn't an initial sort of wow because it's not the first time that first time moment has gone. So I absolutely agree that when it's all very new and you've got your you're really dining out on that first adrenaline rush of what it's going to be like to kiss them, what it's going to be like to play with them. It's it's really easy to kind of go from A to B if you're kind of feeling that sexual energy, right? Mm. And the more you know somebody, and it's like any relationship, the more you spend time with each other, the more comfortable it is just to sit and be comfortable and chill and not sort of rush to the next point because you almost don't need to in a way and it almost becomes a bit of an afterthought, what it can do. And I, I do agree that sometimes the spark kind of dies down and you kind of have to navigate your conversations and your 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 dates together to try and reclaim that a little bit so do you, how do you reclaim that what's the um it's always what is interesting is the conversation does very easily flow into an adult dynamic mm-hmm. especially if you kind of make it and it's just really easy to do that you can always start talking about fun adult themed topics together because not only have you done that before quite easily but actually, it's really fun to do that. And that's one of the reasons why we like building connections with, you know, non-monogamous couples, I suppose, because it is fun to talk about stuff like that. Mm. So it's easy to move a conversation into that area anyway, and that will always help. Um, you can get your card games out, because they're always a bit of fun. Uh, or any kind of game, really, where you're all laughing a bit and the drinks are flowing and things are getting a little bit playful. You know, the vibe sort of steps up a little bit. You're quite good, I notice, at kind of instigating a cheeky kind of kiss here and there. Am I? Yes. What? You. Me. <laughs> the one that I keep saying is going to be kissing every woman in the room. But yes, you do like a cheeky kiss and you do like to kind of do that when it suits you kind of thing. Assuming the consent is blanket <laughs> and everyone's happy. Me. Bursting you know into the I mean. toilet while she sat there. <laughs> Oh, Mrs. H, so it's okay to give you a cheeky kiss. <laughs> but I mean, if you've already got your blanket consent because you've all already got that underway and it's kind of not a new situation where you have to kind of check in all the way through because yeah. you're all very comfortable. Um, yes, you do. You do get quite playful and you do that quite easily, I find. Now, with couples that we know quite well, I'm naturally more tactile anyway, I think. And it's quite easy to kind of put your hand on someone's leg and lean in for a bit of a, a tickle on the neck or something and it, it flows quite easily but it can still be that monumental hurdle to jump over the well we're sitting on a settee just having drinks and chatting about adult stuff to shall we go upstairs and do more 
Yeah, I, I, I often think of this as the, the Hugh Grant moment where <laughs> the, the speech that, that you almost need to give, and sometimes that's as simple as going, you fancy going upstairs and playing, yeah. which in this case, it was very, very simple and very yes, straightforward, yes, it but it still felt like an eternity to get that <laughs> phrase out. And, and there is, I think, because you're naturally, you know, there is always the fear for me of, of sort of someone going, no. <laughs> which is you know it's, i'm not it, feeling it i'm not or, feeling it and that's yeah. absolutely fine but it's that sort of fear of rejection and we'll talk more about that in a minute but it is that moment of going gosh um wouldn't it be um lovely should we take our clothes off and uh, go upstairs is anyone what to, do you want to do that we, you don't have to we can sit here and talk more if you <laughs> fancy um yes i find it easier almost to just speak with my actions than actually say it mm -hmm. sometimes and again assuming you've ticked off all your consent issues and you're not just leaning in for a blowjob or something without asking. Leaning in for a blowjob. Well, you know what I mean. How do you do that? Do you just walk well, you around? you just get on your knees and like lean in. But anyway. Oh, I, I, I wondered how I was to do that. Do I walk around <laughs> just with my cock out and just sort of lean toweringly over I mean, you could. I mean, towering. I mean, you know, I'm not, you, not you the hype for wander towering. around shirt cocking and seeing if anyone puts it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes I do genuinely find I, I can communicate better with actions than some awkward strung together sentences around hey do you want to go upstairs and do this although it's nice to hear those words and find the affirmation of someone actually saying to you I would like to be naked with you and start playing is really erotic and I I like that but also it is quite erotic to kind of just find that you you become physical yeah and it's it's a nice natural progression for me to just hey want to lean in and kiss someone and then that goes to more. But it is a tough balance it when is. you know people really, really well because the comfort of just sitting down mm. and chilling out and talking and the, the, there's one thing swingers can do, it's fucking talk and talk, <laughs> and talk and, which is lovely and I adore that bit of, bit of the whole thing but moving from that to going, oh, is everyone feeling comfortable? Should we take our pants off and go upstairs? Mm. Um, not necessarily in that order. Can be quite a difficult piece and also I think that comfort where you get to know people really well it can be hard to get that spark unless you really seek it or really try and generate it. I think like any relationship, you have to work at it, as you say. Mm. And I think it's really important that, you know, that we all continue to put that effort in because otherwise you, mm. why do you deserve the spark? Why do you deserve the sexy excitement? Times? Yeah. So something just occurred to me when we were talking about this and I wonder if the more you get to know some play partners and the more comfortable you are in each other's company and you sit and you quite, easily while away the hours and before you know it yes it's 2am okay that happens more frequently than I care to admit but it does happen now on the subject of kind of asking for what you kind of want from that situation do you always find that you want to have sex with people do you do you want it to move to a physical a physical part of the evening or would you sometimes happily just think hmm Actually, I hope no one does initiate it because I'm actually just quite cool just sitting here. I've um, eaten way too much pizza and I'm actually just really cool just chilling. My, my default want is to have <laughs> sexy times where we see them, uh -huh. then chill out and do some comfortable stuff and then find, wrap it up with more sexy times at the end. So you always find that you want a level of physical play? Uh, not, not always, because I think, I, I don't, you know, there's moments when I've not felt great or mm -hmm. um, not so much about the room but okay <laughs> but yes you're but, right but the situation itself hasn't normally it's not been the situation it's normally been about not feeling well or mm -hmm. um someone not being quite in the right space for that but broadly i do i 
do you like to have the sexy times as well? So do you think with longer term play partners that you see regularly, mm-hmm. do you think it's something that you would like to build into preambles of, hey, when we all catch up, it'd be really cool if we did this yeah. and then this? To, to a certain extent. To avoid that awkwardness of um, sitting there till 3am and then deciding that you you can't work out if we're all on the same page. I think it's good to talk about it in advance because there is something quite sexy and naughty about having a bit of a sort of naughty game plan. But at the same point, I do like the randomness and the the, the adventure. So I like both, really. Mm-hmm. I, I like knowing that this sort of stuff could potentially happen. I mean, it's never a signed contract or whatever. But mm-hmm. the, if we've all kind of gone, yeah, this is what we'd like to do. That's great to know that. But I also like the, the let's all go out and do something fun and having a kind of flirty build of the atmosphere so that by the time we get back to an environment where we can all play, mm-hmm. then that, that's very much a flame that's been ignited. Okay. Yeah. So I like everything, basically, is generally, generally <laughs> you my idea. your cake and you want to eat it. Yes, this is very true. My and you flamed... want to eat someone else's cake as well. Yes. And then someone else's. Yeah. I... And if possible, five or six cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> what I do want to say before we, we crack on. So we, we did, in fact, go upstairs. We and, did. And we did have a delightfully naughty time. Mm. Now, we're not going to talk about that on the show today because, A, we've only got so much time and, B, that's between the three of us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe, you know, Star-Lord might know about a bit about I'm it. I'm quite sure she went home and told me I'm quite sure she But we're not going to be sharing that stuff today. What we are going to talk about and, and move us seamlessly in is asking for what you want. Mm. Celebrating, saying no, I think that's something that we really need to sort of touch upon. And also, I, I kind of want to bring up, and you'd love this thing, the Schrodinger's ta- cat. Schrodinger's cat. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's because you've got a cold. Yeah. Well, the Schrodinger's cat. Yes, this is the concept. one. Exactly. Mm. Now, Cooper, Cooper S. Beckett, mm. who's been on the show before, and you may know him from Life on the Swing Set and all his amazing works. He's got a great book coming out on pegging soon, by the way. Mm. Look out for that. Uh, we've we've had a little sneaky preview. And, uh, uh, well, we're not giving any reviews out yet, but uh, you know, just keep an eye out for it. Very good. So he says... Mm-hmm. So he takes the concept he of takes the Schrodinger's concept cat. Of cat. Yeah. So do you want to explain this? Because you're probably better at explaining that. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm... I'm f- fairly sure most people are familiar with the concept of Schrodinger's cat, but there is a cat. Yes. And it's in a box. Yes. Okay. Is it alive? Well, we don't know. Is it dead? <laughs> it could be both of those things. <gasps> so very, very briefly, yes, the concept is the cat could be alive, it could be dead. Mm-hmm. You don't know. The point is you won't know until you open the box. What sort of box is it? <laughs> what sort of box is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this may influence my decision. <laughs> Okay. Is it a big cat or a small cat? Oh, we don't know. Okay. How much oxygen <laughs> the point is, was given to a cat, the cat? Okay. and it's in a box. Okay. And until you open the box, you don't know you if the don't. cat is alive or dead. And that is the yeah. principle. And he applies this to asking for what you want. Mm. Because it's very much along the lines of you miss, this is another no fear 92 mm-hmm. kind of thing. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. If you don't ask, you don't get. So if you don't ask, mm-hmm. then you're never going to get what you want. Because you never ask. Yeah. But right. if you do ask, there is a chance that you might get rejected. Yes. But there is a chance that someone might say yes. So in other words, you could open the box and find that the cat is very much alive. Yes. And you get to play with the cat. Exactly. But you could find out that the cat is dead. But either way, you've asked the question. Yes. And you've, you've made the decision yourself. Rather than not bothering to ask. Either way, you've got a cat. Yeah. <laughs> it just might be an alive or in a dead one. Um, yeah, but I, I really loved his explanation of that in his book, um, obviously when he came on the show, because I think it really does illustrate so many um, scenarios, especially in this lifestyle, where, as you say, if you don't ask for something, you'll never know if you could have had it. And this comes to that moment, that, that 
Hugh Grant rambling mm-hmm. question because you could sit there forever and dwell on it. Yeah. But actually, until you ask, you don't know. Right. And if you do ask, it can only go one or two ways. Yeah. And if you don't ask, it's going to go the same the way, way every time. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, you know, they, they, you know, the other personal people step up to, to bat on your behalf and they, they do it for you. Or they could ask instead of you and cop off themselves. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So I think this is a really pertinent thing because we've yeah. been talking to a lot of people who are new to the lifestyle recently mm-hmm. and they've all been asking about asking for consent and, mm-hmm. and asking for what you want. And I think asking for what you want is really, really important. Equally, I think what is something that, I, that really struck me, and I've talked about it so many times, is when, when we went to Desire, I, I loved, and with the Swing Set crew in particular, I loved the fact that everyone came up and said, hey, not everyone, but people did, hey, do you want to kiss? Mm-hmm. And you could say yes, or you could say no, right? Mm-hmm. It's the cat again. But, but this time, you're in charge of that answer. And actually, don't be afraid to say no. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know you, you, you know, you don't have to oblige anybody if you want to do it. Great. Do, and you're, mm-hmm. you know, that's your arrangement. Great. But if you don't want to do it, well, that's not your arrangement. It's okay to say no. And I think it's really important to celebrate that no. Because what you're doing is freeing that person up to go and do that with somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you're also not kept them stringing along. They're not kind of going. Um, uh, and the worst <laughs> thing to do would be to do something that you don't want to do just to appease somebody. Oh, hundred percent. Or, or worse still, to let them think that they might as well just kiss you because they haven't got an answer from you. Yeah. And then you like reject them physically. Yeah. Or turn away, or it becomes really awkward. <laughs> and you don't have to be a. Let's be honest, a cunt about it. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to go. No, fuck you, I hate you, you're fugly and piss off. You could just go, no, thank you, sorry, or I'm not feeling it right now, come back later. That's absolutely fine. But you as the person, if you're asking that question, you need to be prepared to accept that they may say no. And if they do say no, be comfortable with it and almost celebrate it because actually they feed you up so you can find somebody else that might be interested in you or they've stopped you from waiting around not knowing. Plus, I think it takes a lot of courage to ask and answer both of those questions. Yeah. Like I, to ask someone if you want to make out is actually quite a big deal. Yeah. And then to steal yourself the fact you may go no. <laughs> or, or be the person saying no. It's, I don't know, as, as I think as humans, we're incredibly reticent to cause someone anguish and hurt people's feelings maybe. And we inadvertently do it in the wrong way sometimes by not doing it in the right way. And I think we, we all have the... We, we all should have the capacity, nay, the ability to say no mm. to people. But I think the important thing is to remember what it feels like when you are, to, you know, you have been told no. So yeah. keep that in mind. If so, you know, it's great if someone asks you, if, you know, hey, do you want to do this, this and this with me? And you don't. It's really important to phrase it or, or, or let them down in the right way. Mm. It's also important not to give them false hope as well, I think. I would agree. So what, what happens then, Mr. H, if um, you ask a lady or a man, actually, if you want to, if you want to kiss mm-hmm. and you, you go up and you, you brace yourself and you're like I've been went to ask this all night and I'm gonna go and ask I'm gonna ask yeah and they turn around and say oh you know what actually no I'm not feeling it no sorry actually that's not what I was gonna say what I was gonna say was yes they want to kiss you and then how do you then navigate the next bit of us working out if that means more is on the cards that's well, what I meant I think there's it's important to check in as you're going along mm-hmm. I think that that it's important to recognise that if you've asked to kiss somebody, that's what's on the table. Yes, and not more. And not more. Now, you might get the impression that they're interested in more, mm-hmm. in which case, then you ask for that, if that's what you're seeking. Mm-hmm. But you shouldn't assume, it's, it's, you know, it's very basic Flight of the Concord songs here. <laughs> kiss is not a contract. That's right. But it's very nice. 
So it's kind of, it is that moment where you say, well, oh, great, I'm really enjoying this. Would you like to go and have some sex right. somewhere? And at that point, they can say no, or they can say yes. And again, mm. it's it's a the flow diagram in my head. It's mm. like a really um, nerdy, nerdy flow diagram <laughs> of where we're going to end up. And it eventually assigns you which Doctor Who you are or something at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> or which, uh, which Hogwarts house you're in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might always be in Slytherin. Yeah, they might let you Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> But after all that hufflepuffing that you're doing, oh it's, my God. Uh, anyway, moving swiftly on. But it is that it is really important to be able to ask for what you want, mm-hmm. accept the answers with grace, and actually keep checking in when you're doing different things. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't assume that just because someone said they want to make out with you, that actually it's going to lead to something else. Yeah, no, I agree, and I think that's really really hard to navigate sometimes because you kind of, if things are going well and you do start having a little kiss with someone. Yeah, it's difficult to kind of just stop it there and then sometimes. Well, I think there, there is a point where you kind of, you, you know, you're making out mm. and, and then there's a point where, you know, you're finger banging someone. Oh and my God. Before you get to that second point, Ow. you probably need to stop. Mm-hmm. Ten points from Gryffindor for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Gryffindor, <laughs> You are I? not getting the house cup. <laughs> <laughs> of course but, you're Gryffindor, my goodness. Okay, fine. So... Which ones are they? Are they the good the ones? Good ones. Oh, okay, the good ones. The moral ones. The moral, that sounds All like the moral it. compass. I have all the morals. Exactly. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> is, is there one that's quite chaotically good? I think that might be Hufflepuff. I don't know. Aren't they like a bit lame. chaotic and stuff? I don't know. They all set all the other ones. It's only Slytherin and, and the other ones. No, there's Ravenclaw as well. I don't know. Anyway, I think clever. enough Harry Potter bullshit. Yeah. Let's move swiftly away yeah, from it. Yeah, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the point is you lost some house points for uh, your house because you tried to finger bang without asking. Yeah, that's the thing. You kind of have to recognise like when you're moving from what is making out to doing mm. something a little bit more than that. Yeah. And it's really important to check in throughout all of these stages. And it's also really important that if someone says no, that you don't go, oh, why not? Or ah. why can't we? Or just accept it. Just mm-hmm. say, that's okay. That's fine. And move away. It's yeah. fine. It's it's not a problem. But you've got to get into that mindset because no one likes being rejected. It's no. not a pleasant feeling. But actually, if you get yourself into the right headspace, being told that, that that you can't go any further than that, actually, it means you're free to do something else. And that, that person has been brave enough and comfortable enough to tell you where their, their comfort lies. Mm. No, I, I would agree. It might be really awkward when you look over and you find them making out with a person that just said no to you. <laughs> but that's that's one Drown of the, your sorrows in a gin and tonic instead. <laughs> that's one of the great interesting things I found about the whole lifestyle is that people can mix with people. Yeah. And what might be your sort of cup of awesomeness and someone that you're really into, you might not be theirs. Mm, and that's so true. There's a whole load of dynamics that we all have to navigate. And the only real way to do that is through real careful, considered communication. Mm-hmm. To read the body language, like Ursula the Sea Witch, because she knows where it's at. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not that familiar with uh, these metaphors. What was this about Ursula? Is she the one with this, the God, the sea, the voice, the singing? <laughs> <laughs> Please carry on. <laughs> oh, my God. Please don't ask me to explain the plot of Little Mermaid, because I cannot. <laughs> what happens in Little Mermaid? Oh, God. I think she wants to live on the land, but I think that's because she lives in the sea currently. Why does she live in the sea? She's a mermaid. <laughs> A little mermaid. <laughs> oh my god! I think, and I, I haven't. I don't know if I've seen this properly. Yes. So there's some singing involved. Stop singing. It's put me off. I believe she wants to go and live on the land to see what the big deal's about, having legs and stuff, and 
There's something about hairbrushes and good gadgets and whatnot. Things. Normal service reviews you in a second. I'm just trying to figure this out. So she goes and wants to live on the land, but isn't she like, doesn't she have her voice trapped in a shell or something by this Ursula woman with all the, the tentacles? Is that a thing? Am I making this up? So you, Is there you, a curse? You, you, this, this, yeah, basically she falls in love with a guy, spoiler alert here, uh, that Does she he saves. Live on the land? He, he's a guy, obviously ah, lives on right. the land. But you could have been a merman. You didn't make no, that clear. No, I said guy, not a merman. Right, okay. So or a, a regular, human man. Regular guy. That she falls in love, love with. Mm-hmm. She wants to go off and be with him. And the witch says, yeah, you can go and see him. I'll give you legs. Right. I'll magic that shit up. But oh. your payment for this is that I take your take voice. You why? Because she's a bitch. Because but why she, the voice? So she basically wants to make it difficult for the little mermaid because she ultimately wants to take over the under the sea world, right? Huh. So effectively, she says, you don't need your voice. Oh. Sweetie, you can use body language. Oh, really? Yeah, that's right. Does she sing a song about this? Yes. Okay, of course she does. <laughs> well, it's poor unfortunate oh. souls and stuff. Is like that, that what that's about? <laughs> sort of, yes. Yeah. Huh. So it's about all the different people that she has helped, but have have not made what they should have done. Shouldn't they haven't completed their task, uh. and thus they've become poor unfortunate souls trapped forever by the sea witch in her undersea lair dungeony thing. Wow, she is. She is a nasty lady. Yes, it's not just about singing crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I digress, but okay, fine. That did have some semblance of common sense in it. And I, I think I understand what you're saying now. What I'm saying, right, yes, yes, is yes. go watch Little Mermaid. <laughs> no, I don't think I fancy it. <laughs> There's, there'll be a live action version coming soon. We'll be fine. Anyway, uh, the important thing is to recognise is that if you are looking at asking or thinking about asking someone for, for some sort of level of interaction is to read the signs, read the body language Got and ask as well, because that body language will help clue you in mm. on whether they're interested. Now, some people are fucking terrible at giving mm. away whether they are interested or not. And you just have to ask them. That's just a reality of life. Yeah. I, I think you need to need a level of self-awareness as well. Be aware of other people and how they're feeling. But it's and not- you probably need a crab called Sebastian. God, that'd be so helpful. <laughs> if he could just follow us around, give us some tips. Some Caribbean songs and <laughs> joy and all sorts of things. Like what that. you need here, love, is a bit of like open body language. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, a bit of kiss the girl playing in the background. <laughs> Absolutely fine. No, no worries about not asking in that situation whatsoever. <laughs> it's fine because the singing crab told you it's okay. <laughs> exactly that. So just wrapping this up because uh, we, we're going to have to go in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. It's wow. a terrible situation, okay. where, isn't it? where are we going? We're going to the gym, isn't oh, it? for fuck's sake. Fuck my life. You wanted to go to the gym. You asked well, about it. Well, you said that. We covered this last time. Mm-hmm. We're not going to back on it again. No. Anyways, right. what I want to say is... I'm going to watch Little Mermaid. <laughs> no, you're not. You don't even know where it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It'll be on Netflix or something. Disney? Maybe, yes. That would be a good place oh, to good start. Grief. Anyways, <laughs> the point is, is that we wanted to make a, a real good... Or have a little bit of a look at consent and asking. Yes. And making sure that, that, you know, that you do ask for what you want, that you understand that you could be rejected, but actually if you are rejected, it's not so bad because it means that you can go on and do something else. Mm. If you're the person that's being asked, obviously you've got the choice of saying yes or no, or come back later, Mm -hmm. but being kind with the way that you answer that. Yeah. I'm a very kind person. 
most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> the other thing is, is to, to recognise that actually asking for one thing doesn't give you blanket consent to do everything. That's so it's really true. important to check in as you go along. Okay. okay. If you want a finger bang, ask. You want a finger bang, ask. Ask. <laughs> it's going to finger bang, ask. <laughs> You. <laughs> Me? Is that my new special move, is it? I don't know if finger banging in the arse is that, sounds that nice, really. Really? No. You, you're not that keen on just finger banging? Arse finger banging. Arse banging. Arse banging. That's very that, different. That's an escalation again, isn't it? Did, um, you, did you ask for that? Definitely ask before you attempt that. That's a that's a key one that you need to check in on, I think. This, um, this asking for what you want business, right? Yeah. But also, I'm assuming, extends to things like play sessions when... You would really, really like someone to maybe use a toy on you, mm -hmm. and you could just ask. You could, uh, Mrs. H. You could ask me. That. Yes, you, who, who is notoriously bad <laughs> for for going. Uh, but I didn't quite get there, and I didn't quite do this. Did you ask for a toy? No. Where's my singing crab? No. He would have got it for me. <laughs> Your singing crab. He would have looked at my body language and suss that shit right no, out it's really important what you need is this you've got to ask <laughs> and there are ways to ask okay there's a whole range of those mm -hmm. things and you can demonstrate you can show you can tell you can uh -huh. but it's really important if you're thinking that that you need something extra or something different that you communicate that obviously that person may go no i'm not doing that in which case wow. that might lead to a complete punch up but that's fine mm. because you know at least you've put it out there and, and explained at what you're after asked, yeah. yeah at least you've asked in it in a Calm and sensible way, one assumes. Do you find that people often ask you for things they want? Sometimes. Mm -hmm. And uh, when that happens, I'm assuming that's like great for you. you yeah, like I mean, I, I see it as feedback and I think feedback can be a gift. But, <laughs> but You've got all the buzzwords today, I do, yeah. Buzz, 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 Where's buzz, your buzz, new buzz. fear poster? Come on. <laughs> exactly. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Motivation with your shark. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there, kitty. Uh, I think... Feedback is, is really, really important and, and it is very similar to asking for what you want. And it's that if something is going well, you need to know, but if something isn't quite working, I'd rather know so mm. that I can do something that is working for, for somebody. Yeah. And I think, but people aren't, actually, I don't know. Some people are great at giving feedback and, and asking for what they want. And some people do that through noises or through um, just giving you sort of the sense that they're enjoying what's happening. Mm. Why do you think we're not very good at vocalising then what it is that we want or need or are enjoying? I think people can be a bit shy in the bedroom mm -hmm. in terms of explaining or, or talking. And because it's, it's not that far away from dirty talking, yeah. which people can struggle with. Because really, some, a lot of the time, dirty talk is just telling people what you're doing mm -hmm. or what you want them to do. And... Asking for what you want and repeating it again and again and again. And and asking for what you want is very, it's a very mm. similar thing. So I think people are naturally a bit nervous. And I think some people are worried what, what people will think if they ask for something. And I also think that if, if the feedback is that what you're doing, people might read into it that what you're doing isn't working. Of course, that's right. That's what's happening. But but what they're really saying is if you did it this way, mm. you, you, you'd get me there or whatever it might be. So it's, it's just, again, it comes down to your mindset about receiving feedback and also your mindset about or your approach to how you give it. Mm. I think I'm actually not too bad at telling people what doesn't work for me. I'm pretty good at vocalising things like in advance saying, you know what, I really don't want you to 
bite my nipples or I don't want you to like play roughly with them or, or things that I definitely, definitely know I don't like. Yeah. And I think even going there in the sort of, you know, remit of a play session and not checking in first would probably not have a great reaction. So it's almost <laughs> easier to say during play sometimes, I love it when you touch me there, but please don't do that because I, I really don't like it. What you're not so good at is asking mm-hmm. for what what you want. I know, though. and that's the. Sometimes I, think, I don't know until I know what I need. Well, I think the, the thing is, is I think you you enjoy the experience often more than the sensation. Mm. But what you forget is that you actually enjoy the sensation when it's done in the right way. Yeah, for you. I know. So you need to be much more vocal about about directing people to what you what yeah, you need and not being embarrassed to say, well. Look, I can get there, but I just need you to play with a toy with me for 10 minutes or whatever. Or oh, I just be. need to lie really, really still and you need to not make any sound. <laughs> yeah. But if that's what, what it takes to get you there, I think 99% of people would be more than happy to do that. Yeah. And would be really great. You know, that they could wear a badge of honor. I got Mrs. H there. <laughs> I mean, I got thousands of those fuckers, but I get them out, <laughs> knock them out like skills. But, but they would, I think, much more, be much more appreciative of mm. the advice. Because that helps them navigate you better. Yeah. It makes them feel like they're doing a good job, especially if they get that, get you there. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's feedback, if, if it's done the right way, can be a really empowering thing. It can be, re- you know, oh, what you're doing is great. But if you just did this, it would be amazing. You'd be like, fuck me, I'm doing the amazing shit. I've <laughs> got this. I've got this skill. I can do this. Yeah. No, that's, I get that. That's something I think that's really important to mm. the thing. Any final thoughts, Mrs. H? No, I'm I'm just kind of bummed I haven't watched like Little Mermaid properly. Really? But I should probably watch that. Don't worry, I can bum you over Little Mermaid later. Aggressively finger bum me while I'm watching <laughs> Little Mermaid. Where's Sebastian? The seaweed is always greener. <laughs> See, there you go again. It's a song I don't really not familiar with. You don't really you don't really know that one. <laughs> Under the sea. Oh yeah, I think I've heard that. Under the yeah. sea. And there's one about kissing girls. Yeah, kiss the girls. We should play that for you on Saturday. Should we? Yep. Just one girl. Nope. Okay. Multiple, multiple. I know. I'm not going to be like a ping ponging fraggle. We've agreed this. We've demonstrated. You can just see it like the beginning of Fraggle Rock, where you're just like bobbing around with like a big mop of pink hair. I don't know why you'd have pink hair, but I can just see you like with your arms like waving around like a muppet, just disappearing into a crowd of women. Yeah. Brilliant. (laughs) I'm going to kiss them all. I, I can't see that happening yet, but we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll come back to you probably next week. I'll we'll see probably... you crowd surfing naked, on... <laughs> <laughs> like some mosh pit of women, like a really shit, strange version of School of Rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they're all dressed as school kids, but it's weird. We'll uh, go with it. Anyway, no, I don't know. Why we're going to be back probably next week. We're probably going to come back a bit quicker than normal because we want to talk about. What happens at our Come Together event that's at Vanilla Alternative? And just how many women you snog. Well, well, we'll keep a running time. Yeah, we'll have to like check in and see. That one only counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mrs. H, do your thing. Well, thank you for hopping into our bed. <laughs>